No matter how much a sunflower wants to be an oak tree, it will always be a sunflower. But does that mean it's any less beautiful? All right, all right, here we are yet again with another episode of English and Coffee. It's your wonderful host, Damian, and we're back. Hopefully all the audio issues have been resolved. Hopefully this comes through clear as we normally do. But enough of that, back in front of McDonald's, sipping a caramel coffee, getting ready to jump right into it. If you didn't notice already from the intro, I started it off with an idea I was pondering. I was going to call this episode The Seedling. I may still call it The Seedling. And there's a reason for that, which you'll find out as we go through the episode. So I hope you have your nice, I don't know, what is this, a 32-ounce iced caramel coffee or hot java, espresso, whatever you're sipping on. As we take the customary sip. And oh yeah, I want to give a a special shout out to Brazil. Sao Paulo in the house. What's going on? I see you. Keep doing your thing. But uh, let's go ahead and get into it. As we dig into this episode, it's almost like the earth knew, the heavens above knew that we were going to be talking about the seeds of change. And at the same time, how we, like seeds, must grow in our own time. But in order to grow, there must be certain things in place. You have to have the right environment, you have to have the right nutrients, and you have to allow time for the process to start and finish as it does. But during those growth stages, it can be challenging because you don't know how long one will take before you go to the next. But there are signs that show you when you're progressing in the right manner. Now, how does that relate to English and coffee? It relates in the sense that, let's say you plant a seed to learn English. Your goal is to learn a language, French, whatever it is. Right now we're talking about English, so you've planted the seed to learn English. Now, as you know, a seed can lay dormant until action is taken upon it, until the earth takes action on it. You know, the right environment, the right temperature, the right nutrients, sunlight. If those things meet the conditions, then it will start to grow. But if it doesn't, then it will sit, right? Lie dormant and be unfruitful, you know? So when you're starting out in your language journey, if you have the right environment, the right nutrients, and time on your side, then anything is possible. So how would that relate to in the process of learning a language? Well, environment, definitely a quiet area or an area where you can focus, absorb the language, listen to the language, be accustomed to the sound, time. You know, you're not pressed, too pressed for work, too pressed with 60 other demands in your life, or you have an inability to make time to do something that you really want to do. Time management, issues with time management. Fun, enjoyment, that would relate to motivation. You have to have a desire. And see, motivation can be like sunshine. If you're just showered with daily motivation, you can get up, you'll feel like you can move the world, move the planets, and you'll at least make an effort, make an attempt to do something great. Great such as turn into an oak tree or a sunflower, whatever your desire is, whatever your ideal English looks like. Maybe somebody just wants to be a shrub. 
if their English was a plant, they say, you know, I just want to be a weed growing up through the concrete. Okay, so you want some of that Brooklyn English. You want to be like, I'm from, I'm from the Bronx. You know, you want to come out there with that. That's fine. But in your mind, have your picture of where you want to go. But the thing is, no matter how bad you want it, you know, if you're not in the right environment, allowing yourself the time and adding the right nutrients to the process, it's going to stagnate and you may never realize your full potential in your English growth. So one of the first stages of a seed turning into a plant or a tree is the germination, taking it back to the nutrients, taking it back to the water, taking it back to the soil. What kind of nutrients do you have in your growth as an English learner? Do you have the right books, the right materials, right? Do you have the right listening materials? Are you getting stuff that actually motivates you, invigorates you to continue on the journey? Because I don't know if anybody didn't tell you in the beginning, but English is not something you're going to learn overnight. You're not going to master it overnight. This isn't one of those hard skills like, you know, not going to say baking a cake following the directions off of Pillsbury box, but it's not. It's more of the soft skills, more organic. There's a lot of moving pieces. There's a lot of things happening at one time. Right now, as I'm talking, I'm not even thinking about what I say. I'm just talking. My ideas are fluid. They are flowing out of my mouth in the sound of English, right? If I was speaking Russian, then you'd be hearing Russian sounds. That's all language is. It sounds bouncing off your ears and you assign them meaning, right? That's why when you hear another language, it's like, well, what the heck are they saying? It's just sounds. That's English. It's just sounds, but we give them meaning. So enough people have said that the is an article or apple is a fruit, right? We've heard that enough times. So we just assume whenever we hear the sound apple, apple, that it's, it's a fruit, right? But in another language, another culture, it could mean something completely different. That's why with body language and gestures, throws people off. You throw up the deuce, right? That means peace. But in other places, it could mean, you know, an offensive gesture. But you don't know that, right? But you learn that through the process. But you need time to get, get all the insights and to cultivate that. So we're talking about the seeds and how it applies to our English, how we can relate our English journey to a seed. So as I said, germination, you need nutrients. You got to make sure you have the right materials. You got to nurture the ground. You can't just throw a seed on concrete and expect it to grow. No, you have to dig a hole in the ground. So first there has to be a good foundation. There has to be a fertile place for your seed to grow. If your mind is filled with clutter, you know, Maybe too much weed, you know, alcohol, stress, baby mama drama, can't pay the bills, um, work demands, a, a nagging kid. It's going to be very hard to focus on what you want to do to make sure that your mind is fertile for the plant to take hold. But here's the thing. In the early stages, in the very beginning, you're going to go ahead and see that quick sprout. And once you get that sprout, that's that little quicken, you know, that's that little wake up. You feel that igniting feeling that, okay, I'm on the way, I'm moving. And that's the excitement. But to get from the sprout to an oak tree in the freaking forest takes time. 
But during this early stage of the sprout, right, you need to flood yourself with English. While you're hot, while you're excited, and you're starting to sprout, you're starting to put sentences together, simple sentences, starting to put ideas, maybe having a few dreams in English, you need to just open the floodgates on that and just let the English pour in. Because right then is when you're in that rapid growth stage. And then you find that it kind of comes to a halt. You're like, okay, well, I was learning all these verbs and speeches and phrases, and I have this and I have that, and I can say this and I can do that, and you know, people are laughing, but but now you kind of hit this this threshold, right? Yeah, because you're at the next stage of your growth. You had the rapid growth, now you're at the vegetation state, the vegetative state where the roots are taking hold. Your roots are growing deeper and deeper and deeper into the ground. So deeper and deeper and deeper to the language you go, right? Now you're learning about those little subtleties. You know, don't say it like this, say it like this. Don't mean it like that because it means this, right? Those are the things that you start to absorb, the nutrients you start to absorb as you get deeper in the language. There's no way when you don't even have a sprout, you know, no roots, and you're not in the right environment that you're going to be able to get deep into the English language. But this happens with time. And the thing is, you can stay in that vegetative state for a while, you know, where you're just growing roots. You could just be there, be there, be there, and you'd be like, man, I'm not even growing at all. But let me ask you, have you ever planted a seed? Have you ever went outside, dug a hole, put an apple seed or two or a watermelon seed or a potato plant or whatever you want to grow in the ground and then stand there and watch it and wait for it to grow? You'd be bored out of your head, right? If you just stand there and like grow, grow, grow. No amount of brute force is going to make that seed grow any faster than it will grow, right? You're only stressing yourself out. But if you just focus on the process and understand that things take time and allow things to naturally take their course, then you're going to be happier with the results. But let's go ahead and take a sip before we continue on this journey. So as not to break momentum, as I said, I'm in a public location, so you may hear noises and things in the background. We may get a little discombobulated here, but we're going to try to keep focus stay on the course. So after you enter this vegetative state and you find that things aren't moving as fast as they once did six months ago, you know, you're not picking up any new phrases, you're not doing this, you're not doing that, but it only seems like that because the changes are happening on a deeper level, right? Unnoticeable level. It's happening underground. Like you go out one day, you see a little sapling, a little seedling sprouting, you're like, okay, well, there's a little leaf, right? And then you don't see nothing. The next day you go out, you start to see little fruit. And then the fruit get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Then you got to wait for it to ripen, right? So even though you can see it growing, you still have to wait, right? You can't rush it. There's no fast forward button on anything worthwhile. Now, if you were going to relate your English journey to a mango, right? Your English journey to a strawberry, right? What happens... How does it taste when you eat a strawberry that's not ready to be eaten? What happens to a watermelon that's too early to be eaten? It doesn't taste good, does it? Nobody wants it, right? Maybe it doesn't even look aesthetically appealing at that point. But if you wait and give it some time, then it'll be sweet. Sweeter than you could imagine. You'll have watermelon juice, mango juice, orange juice, mandarin juice dripping off your chin before you know it. 
It'll be the best fruit you ever had. But you have to give it time. Now, once the roots have taken hold, it's getting plenty of sun. Your language is getting plenty of energy, plenty of motivation, daily showers of motivation just raining down on your English, right? Your roots are taking hold. You've got the concepts down. You you understanding the idioms. You're you've grown a little small following of English people that you talk to, deal with on a regular basis, whatever, right? You're using it at work, you're excelling, you're excelling, you're excelling. And you're there, right? And it doesn't even seem like you're making progress anymore because you're like, "Okay, well I got it." Yeah, you got you got the basics. You don't have it all, but you're probably a lot farther than you thought you would have come because you have allowed time to take hold. You stop focusing on, I got to learn these 50 words right now. You know, after a point, you don't even care about all that. You just pick up words as they go. It just happens naturally. That's like trees. If you were to tie branches together, they'll start growing together, right? Things just start happening, you know, in a different way. You don't, you can't do that with the seed. You can't tie branches and go splicing and doing all these different things with the seed. You have to wait until it reaches maturity, right? Maturity for that point. Now you go through the little juvenile stage, little adult stage, right? Things start to ripen. So I would, I would encourage you just to think about your English journey as a seed, right? You planted the seed, you shower with motivation, you have a clean environment inside of your head, you're focused, not too many distractions. You practice, you add the water, the practice, the exercise, the reps. You speak the English, you listen to the English, you read the English, you write the English, right? You do all these things that you would do with the flower, right? If you were trying to nurture a flower in a little flower pot, these are the things that you would do. You would sit there day in, day out, go out, put water on the plant, water on the plant, water on the plant. And here's the thing, takes us all the way back to the beginning. A sunflower... As beautiful as it is, it's not going to be an oak tree. That doesn't mean it's any worse than the oak tree. It doesn't mean the oak tree is any better. We are going to be sunflowers. We are going to be oak trees. Some people are going to be shrubs. Others are going to be weeds. But be the best shrub you can be. Be the best bush, rose, uh, shoot, belladonna. Be the best flower, tree piece of wood, whatever you want to be that's organic can be. Because when you compare yourself to others, that's just where you set yourself up for failure. You know, think about it. Right now, I'm sitting in this parking lot. There's a tree. I can't even think of the name of it. But it's one of those ones where they don't have bark. So it's like a barkless tree. Everything's smooth. You could rub your face on it. It's so smooth. You, these these uh, botanists out there and people in the horticulture, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. But this tree right here is probably, I don't know, 15 feet in the air, maybe a little more. And under it, about three feet under it, uh, under the canopy, are some shrubs. And below that, some grass. But within the shrubs, there's little flowers, right? And within the branches in the tree, there's flowers. And there's other little buds that are going to turn into flowers. You see what I'm saying? So that's how it looks when you're studying English. Everybody's in different stages. You don't just see a whole row of perfectly manicured shrubs unless it's been, you know, implanted or something or somebody transplanted it, but they didn't all start like that. They were all probably planted at the same time, right? Watered at the same time, grown in the same soil, all went through the same process. 
that's how you have those replicatable results. You know, just like McDonald's, you go to McDonald's, you buy one cheeseburger, it tastes like the last cheeseburger. All their cheeseburgers taste the same because they have a process. Now, this is something you could apply to your learning, to your growth as a person, is understanding your process. How do you learn things? How do you best learn English? How did you best learn how to do what you do at work, right? How did you learn to be the best mom? How did you learn to be the best brother, dad, whatever? Dog owner, right? People out here, you get a puppy. You're like, man, this puppy's peeing all over the house, making noise, yapping all the time. You can't do anything with it. But then you got this other guy over here. He snaps his finger. His dog does a backflip and runs right to his side. Why? Because he put in the time. Therefore, he gets the result. But when he first got the dog, when he snapped his finger, his dog probably looked at him like, are you crazy? What are you even talking about? I don't understand, snap. No, but he took the time. He nurtured the behavior. He nurtured the change. Therefore, you see those people on TV running alongside their dog and their dogs jumping and running up down the little slopes that they have and through the rings and they're getting the best speeds. That only happens with training and time. If you want those kind of results for your English, you're going to need the time. You're going to need the training. And you're going to have to put in the work. Right? Yeah, it looks good on TV. You know, somebody just, their dog goes through the thing in like 0.5 seconds. Yeah, it's awesome. But you didn't see the 50, the 100 hours they put into nurturing that change, nurturing that new behavior. So when you hear English... As I'm speaking right now, you hear this English, right? This is, this is what it sounds like after you've been doing it every day for over 20 years. I may have told you my exact age, but over 20 years. I may even give you over 30 years. When you've been speaking English over 30 years, this is how it sounds. You don't even think about it, just like your native language. You don't even think about it. You open your mouth, sounds come out, it makes sense to you, and it just happens to make sense to others. But you will find that sometimes, even though you're making sense to yourself and your group of people, it doesn't make sense to others. This is because they, they're grown from a different tree. They're from a different cloth, a different branch, right? So the thing is, you have to understand that anything worth having is going to take time. And if you look at it like a seed and you water your English and you nurture your motivation and you just keep putting yourself in the best opportunity, the best environment to grow, I mean, you're going to be astonished with the result. It's hot out here. Before we get out of here, I will go ahead and tell you that uh, this, well, not this weekend, but this is the 4th of July weekend here in the States. Monday's going to be the actual day that people are off from work and they're celebrating it. But right now, everybody's going out, buying all the charcoal, buying all the chicken, the hot dogs, the sausages, the burgers, because they're going to throw them on the grill. That's what we do here. Everybody flies a little flag, fires up the grill, gets a couple of cervezas or whatever they're into. They have a good time. Me, I keep it easy. Going over to mom's house, I already picked up five pounds of chicken, picked up some sausages. I may pick up some uh, turkey, make some turkey burgers. I'm going to let her cook the um, the chicken because, you know, that's something she can do in the house. Let her cook that on the stove. And what we'll do is take that out at the last minute, throw it on the grill since the grill will already be hot so we can get those little char marks and do some barbecue with it. So we'll do that. I'll hook up the burgers. Ask her to make a macaroni salad. That should be pretty tasty. But that's what we have going on. You know, we're going to keep it easy over here. 
hopefully whatever is happening in your country, things are things are well. You know, there's a lot still going on in the world. You know, they're talking about COVID again. It's like, okay, well, what now? It's like, you know, it's just some machine. It's some agenda they have out there. You know, just as soon as you get done with one situation or one situation quiets down and becomes normalized, then you want to stir up another thing. I'm over this COVID stuff. You know, I still wear my mask. I'm going to wear the mask. I see no reason not to wear the mask because since I've been wearing the mask, I haven't had a cold. I haven't had a fever. Nothing. So I'm staying in the mask. I'm going to need a good reason to come out of the mask. I'm out of the mask now because I'm in my car by myself, but the mask is my friend. <laughs> I don't care what you say. The mask is my friend. There is no reason that I that I have to uh, take it off at this point. And then when I was over in Okinawa as a youth, people were wearing masks all day long anyway. They were wearing masks and gloves. I'm talking back in the 80s, right? Giving you the age right here. Back in the 80s in Okinawa, those women, those men, they were walking around in masks. Then, right, 2020, everybody's like, oh, mask, let's get this and get the... They were doing that like 40 years ago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're getting closer to the age. We're getting closer to the age. But they were doing that 40 years ago. People acting brand new. People acting brand new. Like, this is new information. No, wear a mask. Wear a mask. Don't worry about it. Take care of your health. You know, that's just like people as we deviate a bit that's just like people wake up 300 pounds and say i need to i need to lose weight yeah yeah probably do but you didn't just wake up 300 pounds no you woke up every day doing the same thing that's why you're 300 pounds there's people out here that couldn't gain it couldn't gain 300 pounds if they actually wanted to. If they said, you know, if I could just gain about 300 pounds, life would be great, you know? Then that would be their goal. So then they would have to eat more every day. But the person who just eats more every day gains 300 pounds without even trying. But I'm sure it's expensive. Right now, you're going to see some people slimming down. I'm telling you, if you're 300 pounds today, let this inflation keep rising. Let this inflation keep rising. Next year, you're going to be 250 pounds, and you didn't even try. It's just because the food that you were buying before is a lot more now, so it's cutting into your food bill, right? Therefore, you lose weight, an indirect result of inflation. Sometimes that's a good thing. But if you're already somebody who's underweight, let's say you're 120 pounds, and you were barely eating as it is, now the food that you were eating is even higher than it was. So now you're going to lose weight. So this not necessarily a good thing, so you're going to have to do more to offset the effect of inflation. Can't talk enough about this inflation because I know all of you are feeling it out there. I mean, this is the real world. doesn't matter how much money you have in your pocket. You feel it. Real estate, you feel it because these people are hungry right now. These people are hungry out here. They're raising it every chance they get. Rent's gone up, and these changes were normal before. Rent's gone up before. But these people are jacking it up to the point that it's absurd right now because during that whole pandemic, you know, you can't increase the rent, you can't do this, and people were staying there for free. Now that they're removing all that stuff, oh, people are gouging, ripping arms off. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, I always say assets, people talk about the market being down. When has it ever just stayed up? Life has ups and downs. The market goes up down inflation comes goes recessions come go right 
they change just like English it goes through fluctuations your journey it's gonna go through fluctuations you can be like well you're not speaking as much English yeah I'm in a recession right now <laughs> I'm in a recession right now with my English you know I'm keeping it easy I'm conserving my English I'm saving it okay then in another time, you know, inflation, it goes up and all they hear is English. Like, man, you don't, you don't even speak um, Afrikaners no more. You know, what, what, what happened? What, what, what changed? Oh, well, I mean, the world's changed. I'm on a different, I'm on a different plane. Right. Yeah, that's what we do. We go through phases, phases all day long. And our environment, right, can prompt those changes. Our own self-education can prompt those changes. Our physical health can prompt those changes our family can prompt those changes now are they positive changes or negative changes you have to be the judge of that right but being that we're talking about english if my family is affecting me in a way that i don't want to study language then that's a bad change i need to fix that situation i need to understand if language is something that i want english is something that i want i'm going to have to put it here Family's going to have to go here. Everybody's going to have to go in their place. Because for me personally, I have goals. I'm not going to let too many things get in the way. I mean, somebody's just going to have to be about dead, you know, to keep me from my goals. Like, you know, if my mom's like, I've got five minutes left and this is a trade of a lifetime, blah, blah, blah. I need you to come over here and do that. I'm going to go do that. Right. That's a life or death situation. But you want me to go over there and cut the grass and it can't wait 30 minutes different situation you know depends on the thing but like i said sometimes you just have bad environments negative neg negativity people just always on you always hounding you it's just negative stressful you're not even working on something and you just get stressed out you just walk in the house stressed out you ever see a person like a friend maybe you're talking with the friend outside you and the girls are having a good time or you and the guys you know you kick back a couple brews everybody's in good moods right then you're headed home and then the guy starts going yeah, man, I got to go in here and uh, see what old Priscilla's talking about. You know, she she been coming down on me about this. Or if you're a woman, you're out with the girls shopping, great day shopping. You done bought three dresses, two heels, got your hair done, manicure, had a massage with the girls, stopped by, had a glass of wine with a light lunch. Now you're headed home and then your girlfriend goes, oh, what's Trevor going to be talking about today? You're like, girl, don't worry about him, right? As she gets closer to the house, as you get ready to drop her off, she starts talking about Trevor, telling you about all the problems that her and Trevor are having in the bedroom, how he used to do this and he doesn't want to do that. He wants her to do this, but she doesn't want to do that. All that kind of stuff, right? And then she gets out of the car looking like somebody just slapped her. It's like, but 10 minutes ago, you were on cloud nine. What happened? She's going back to a bad environment. That's why you got to make sure your house is clean, your house is in order. And your house doesn't just have to be a physical manifestation around you it could be what's inside of your head. Your mental environment is key. That's why people, you know, they're sitting here going from woman to woman, guy to guy, relationship to relationship, job to job. You've had 15 jobs and you got fired from all of them. Those employers are not all that bad. It's you that has to change. But you think changing the job or changing the girl or changing the guy is the solution. Eh, after the track record, seven bad relationships, seven failed marriages. Hmm. Can't be all those people. Like at some point, 
You got to look in the mirror and say, okay, what am I bringing to this situation? How am I creating it? You know? And that's the hard work that nobody wants to do. Getting even deeper on it, you can sit here and look at domestic domestic abuse in a relationship, which is a horrible thing, right? It's a horrible thing. It should never happen, but it does happen. But what do you find? What do you find? We're going to use a guy for this example. We're going to use a guy for this example just to keep it easy. As we all know, some men get slapped by women. Women will just smack the heck out of them when they get upset. Women will shout, key their cars, yell. Not all women, not all women, but some women, right? Seems to be the women these particular gentlemen seem to find every time. Like, how do you keep finding these women that are berating you, calling you everything, throwing your stuff out, kicking you out, yelling at you, calling your job, showing up at your mom's house with a drug? These women exist, but you literally have to go look for these women. I myself have never encountered any of these women in a personal relationship. It just doesn't happen because I don't have the environment for them to thrive. They come around me, it's a whole different vibe. It's a whole different environment. That's not going to happen here. That's not tolerated. I mean, it's not even an idea here. It's, it's just not even an idea. And I'm sure you, in your life, you probably lead it a certain way. You, you look at your friend, you're like, how, how, how is this girl always ending up with guys that abuse her, right? She sits here, complains about this or this, or take advantage of her. This guy's mooching off her. You know, she's spending all her money. He doesn't have a job. He doesn't do anything. And she's just taking care of him, dragging him here, dragging him there, right? Buying him this, buying him that. He's a grown man. He could go out and get a job, but she's taking care of him. He's a moocher. She's the one creating that environment. If she stopped doing those things, he's going to have to get up off the couch and leave or get up off the couch and go get a job, right? But as long as you're taking care of the guy, he's never going to do it for himself. Why should he do that, right? He's just going to jump from woman to woman because there's always going to be somebody willing to enable him. Then he's going to be some 60-year-old guy, pitiful, right, in an old folks home again, sitting there with the nurses taking care of him because he's living off the state because he never did anything to change the situation. Right. You have to understand where the patterns occur. Right. Patterns occur. Relating it back to language. Patterns in your language. I'm all fired up this week. Next week, I don't want to study English. I'm all fired up this week. Next week, I don't want to study English. That's a pattern. Right. How many times do you need to see it? What's happening between the week that you're fired up and the week that you don't want to study? Maybe you burned out in that week. Maybe you just did too much. Scale back on it. Pull back half. See if that little, maybe I won't do an hour. Maybe I'll do 30 minutes. Maybe I won't watch 15 movies. Maybe I'll watch three. You know, adjust. But as soon as you can start to pick up those patterns, you can start to make those changes. But we're creatures of habit. We make patterns. Just like this podcast. It's a pattern. Plot it on a chart. Record, 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 edit, 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 right? It's the same process. When you listen to me, do you listen to me on the same day or the same days? More than likely, most people do. Tuesdays when I had the best time to listen. Friday at 6 o'clock is when I could listen, right? Whatever. You go to the gym. Some people go every day. Some people go on Wednesdays. They pick the day that works for them in the week, and that's the day they go. When do you go grocery shopping? You go shopping every day? Some people do. Some people go once a month. Some people go once a week. Some people go twice a week, depending on their situation. 
What's your situation to when it comes to English? When do you practice English? When do you use your English? If you use your English every day, then you never really have to stop and just study. You just use it. It becomes a part of your life, just like your arms. You lift your arm in Spanish, lift your arm in English. You know, it's the same thing. It's actions. If you can join your life with your passion and your goals, then you're not working. You're just being you, doing what you enjoy, right? Just doing what you enjoy. If you're a musician at heart, Let's say you love playing the clarinet. I'm going to just pick, I'm not going to say the most boring instrument, but let's just say you like playing the clarinet, All right? But you work in a coal mine. You have aspirations and dreams of being the greatest clarinet player in the world, but you work in the coal mine. How are you going to marry those two? Well, you could look at the perspective from, I work in a coal mine, to take care of my responsibilities at home, to take care of my family, to pay my bills. I play the clarinet because that eases my soul. I bring music to the world, value in the world. I would love to make money for my clarinet. I've been playing the clarinet 10 years. How can I make money from sharing my passion with the world? Well, maybe you could teach people to play the clarinet. Maybe during your off days when you're not in the coal mine, you could put some compositions together, put a little album together, right? Do clarinet backing for some musician, right? Million ways to hit your goal, but you got to take time to look and see what you want to do to know where you're going, right? You got to say, okay, well, I want to go here. Okay, this is what I'm doing. Let me put a plan together. It all takes a plan. Some things just come together like the weed through the ground. You know, you look at somebody's English, they're like, man, this guy went to the same class. We've been in the same class for three months and he's already blown. So yeah, he's a freaking weed. He'll just bust up through the concrete grow out of the side of the wall. He doesn't care. He will just learn, absorb anything. You know, there are some people that just absorb information, regardless of the environment. They're sponges. They have learned to become a sponge. They don't need a teacher instructing them, you know, stand up, sit down, go to the bathroom. There's some people that need that structure, that hard structure. And if that's you, fine. You understand that. You know that about yourself. Make sure you always have a teacher there to guide you and prompt you along the way. But if you're somebody who has learned to learn from your environment, to absorb information, to not turn down any opportunity to just go to the next level, whether that's financial, whether that's relationships, right? Whether that's spiritual, physical, right? Mental, whatever your goal is, just be open, be a sponge doesn't matter what you touch what you're around you will get something out of it just like this podcast but i'm in here done worked up a sweat i enjoyed it as i always do ah yeah got one more sip here i enjoyed you guys and i will see you in the next one